The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock main cast. Coming up in the show, we're going to talk about um, getting dicked by wolves playing 4 4 2. We're going to talk about dicking saints playing three at the back. Do, shall oh, I stop saying dicks. the word dick? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really I, I just getting dicked by wolves is basically a, a Twilight fanfic, isn't it? <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boris has ended lockdown. Um, Phil's announced Bielsa's staying and we're getting f- five new transfers and what else? We're going to look ahead to Villa. But first, the week began with the under-23s extending their winning run to nine games in a row in a game that had more cards than your mum's windowsill at Christmas. Their changing rooms might be pink, but the Canaries were seeing red, ending the game with nine men. And for more on the under-23s, you can check out our dedicated youth pod. But the seniors weren't so lucky, getting beaten by Wolves, or sorry, eaten by Wolves, in a game where Leeds played 4-4-2 and were lumping free kicks into the box. It was a fair impersonation of Brexit ball. We're just hoping we don't have to pay the customs fees. News broke of Bielsa making plans for the summer transfer window and as clear a sign as any that the world's best coach... Did he win that? No, but he well, did in our hearts. Last three. Yeah, he should have. Um, he's planning to stay at Leeds in the season in Yorkshire and a place he feels he has integrated. Well, judging by the 4-4 fucking two, Marcelo, I'd say you truly have integrated. <laughs> Against Southampton, however, it was a return to three at the back, which ended in three in the goal. As Melier became the goalkeeper under the age of 21 to have the most clean sheets in the Premier League, which we found shocking. I mean... What 20-year-old has clean sheets? We worry for his socks. Matt Letissier cried into his anti-mask t-shirt, decrying the first ever correct VAR decision as the pundits mused on just when Bielsa burnout will kick in. And Rafinha sent a message of support to Ronaldinho's family after his Ronaldinho's mother has died, celebrating in the famous star's style. And Stuart Dallas and the whole squad dedicated the win to Granny Val, Calvin Phillips' grandma. And Phil Hay has indicated up to five players could be brought in in the summer. We'd be happily, we'd happily settle with some minor improvements like Rodrigo de Paul, that French left-back lad, and Haaland, Messi and Ronaldo. And that's it. Yes, that's fine. Bare minimum. And in non-Leeds-related news, Boris Johnson, having brushed his hair with a static balloon, before dunking his head in a toffee apple mix, announced his latest stepped approach to coming out of lockdown. The rule of six makes a return, allowing him to see all his illegitimate children in one convenient five-minute trip to the park. And we could see crowds before the end of the season, with kids going back to school. But the NHS have been told to brace for impact again, as it's announced we might be allowed back into pubs. In golfing news, Tiger Woods is showing poor form again, though he did get a hole-in-one of his cars as he <laughs> chipped it into a bunker. Seriously, it did look quite nasty. 
we of course hope he gets out of the woods soon. Ooh. And yeah, sorry, this is the best I could do at the last minute. <laughs> and road trips across the Huddersfield area have had to be cancelled today, as police have announced that a mass dogging event planned for Canvey would not be considered essential travel. Dog owners are said to be frustrated, but the dogs seem incredibly happy about the situation. <laughs> we asked Stan Collymore for comments, and he wasn't available at this time. Right. <laughs> that was that was it. I mean, I'm sure more happened this week. Mars? Something happened with Mars? They were all <laughs> celebrating? I don't know. You put, you put uh, Bryn Law to it. Yeah, Alex, but the then... thing is, like, if you notice that now, so I put that, it was uh, Graham Smith's idea. Um, so I put it all together, and it just makes you realise that we celebrate goals of 22 boys running around in shorts, kicking a bag of wind about more than JPL do putting a, a fucking Land Rover on Mars. They're like, oh, yeah, fist bump, and we're jumping all over each other. So right. are we? have we got it wrong, or have they got it wrong? Exactly. I think they've well, got it wrong. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's it's usually us, so I'm going to guess us. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> to discuss all that and more, uh, so my name's Adonis, and you know me as the Adelites on Twitter, and it's a very good hello from me, and to discuss all of that and more, joining us is our resident Right Badger at Right Badger on Twitter, Alex. Hello. <laughs> I do these big get. intros and... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shall, I, shall I try again? <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It's much really, really good to see you today. And we will be chatting about things, and I will look forward to the things that we will chat about. Please put your chat in the comments, and we will chat about your chat about your chat. <laughs> this is the... Is the all of a sudden, the gentleman's podcast about tailoring or something. <laughs> well, you see, I do prefer a man who dresses to the left rather than the right, because when I do cup to do the inseam, I don't want to... <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want to do that. We is in fashion this season, and that's exactly what we'll be talking about at the top of the hour. Oxford's not brogues. And uh, joining us as well to bring some sanity to Alex and our oh, and myself's that. madness is at Sam Ward LEFC. Sam Hello, Ward. everybody. Are you going to give him Hello, shit for Sam. That? <laughs> I was energetic. I was happy. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did well there. That was more of a that was a bit more excited, but Alex gets bonus points for the yeah. whole uh, invention of a new podcast. Yeah, I want a, <laughs> I want a suit fitting now. It made me want a suit fitting. Listen to our Leeds United related telecast. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in your ears. Broadcasting to you live from Mars, where we've just celebrated the landing of Perseverance <laughs> with mild handshakes. And even a, a dramatic fist bump. Never seen anything like it. Oh, I, I must, I must apologise. I, 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 I got ahead of myself during the landing. I, I gave you a, a cheeky fist bump, and I, that is far too forward of me. <laughs> um, where to start then? Wolves. Yeah. Do we even want to talk about that game anymore? Is it so no. long ago now? Yeah, didn't happen. I don't know. Yeah. Sort of erase it from your mind after last night, to be honest. Right. Okay. So Southampton then. Ah. Yeah, we'll talk about that Do one. Yeah. That one. yeah. Okay. Fresh nourish in the memory. Three nil. Yeah. Always good to win three nil. Yep. 
And I was, I've been caught out by the, the captain hindsights of Twitter again, which is always brilliant because I tweet through a game and I will just tweet the bullshit that comes into my head. And I put something about Llorente having an absolute mare because he was, and he was playing like absolute shit. And then at the end of the game, oh, actually, I think he'd be a little bit unfair. I think he had a very good game, actually. It's like, <laughs> I tweeted during the game. Look at the time I tweeted it. I'm sure that when you watch games that you're absolutely zen and you're like proper Buddha sat there going, oh, we will score, it's fine. No, it's he had a shit game and he had a better second half, but I don't delete tweets. So. You might have noticed that I, I don't uh, tweet in the middle of games anymore. Because you get that same sort <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I do is I tweet somebody's name when we score, when they score, and then I tweet at half time sometimes, and I just put HT in big capitals. So everybody's, there's no confusion. <laughs> Next time I tweet, I might just have a, like today's newspaper and a, and a watch, like a photo of it. It's not like the time and date of the tweet is underneath the fucking tweet. Sorry, not the fucking tweet. (laughs) You've got to put it right at the start of the tweet, otherwise they totally miss it. Yeah, I might just start putting the minute before it. Because I put the minute on when I talk about alien flop, so they know when that is. Mm. Sam? Southampton? Yeah, brilliant, wasn't it? Watching it back, I've sort of appreciated how hard Bamford's finish was. Um, on first glance, you think, oh, yeah, he's one of his, you know, standard low bottom corner finishes. But it was really hard what he did. And he did a nice step over just to let it go across his body, get a def- give you know, give a metre between him and the defender. And, yeah, it was it was honestly a really good shot. And, you know, watching that back, I was like, shit, that was a hell of a finish. Um, yeah. How how does it compare to how hard Cox finishes? <laughs> If you pardon the pun. <laughs> oh, no, I'd, well, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, what else was there? Um, I thought Costa was really good as well. Yeah, he did. He looked like he was playing for his place. Yeah. And I think he has got a good um, shout to be ahead of Harrison for the next game against Villa, I think. Yeah, I'd say so as well, mate, yeah. Um, which you wouldn't have said a few games ago at all, would you? Um, no, so not fair, at all. fair play to him. He's, he's, you know, he's getting the kick up his ass, like, um, and yet he got an assist again, didn't he? So a goal against Arsenal. Nearly he got two assists. Didn't he? Did he get didn't two he? assists against Arsenal? Oh, one was a corner, wasn't it? Oh, did he get two against Southampton? Did he? he the Dallas goal was definitely him, wasn't for it? the free kick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, does that? All right. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, for him to to bring that inside, any other probably the winger would have shaped for a shot at that point. And for him to find Dallas, and Dallas was in acres of space. I don't know what Southampton were doing at that point. It was absolutely woeful. But to find him there and then for Dallas to take that touch out of his feet and to just old school toe poke it. Yeah, it had a nice Brilliant. bit of curl on it as well, actually. Yeah, it? yeah. Like outside the boot toe point. It was lovely. Isn't yeah. It? We filmed our match reactions and apparently I got quite excited about the toe poke. I haven't seen it back Nora's been editing it but she's she, apparently yeah I've been going Turbo it's a Turbo I must have said it like five or seven, six times or something well he, that's what he was like when he scored it as well he was chuffed to bits of it he was pointing at the bit he'd he, he toe punted it with he couldn't believe he'd done it himself but you just don't see them sort of goals anymore do you I fucking love me a Turbo yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> the thing is, if Tyler Roberts texts that on board and sees that you can get results from that stuff, if he texts a couple of toe pokes from some of the chances that he's had, he'd, he'd discard a few. Yeah. So. But yeah, yeah what, what what other good things? Um, that that penalty claim. Oh my god! Yeah, we didn't really touch on that last night, <laughs> did we? It was horrendous, wasn't it? But the thing is, I've I've been as I, as I tend to do after a win, go around and watch uh, all the opposition fan podcasts and reactions because you know it's good. I'm sure they do that to us as well. But the guy said, "Oh, you know that penalty chance, the penalty claims. It's a fifty-fifty. I've seen them given." Jesus. You're fucking for real? He didn't touch him. Literally didn't touch him. And I, I'm surprised that VAR actually referred it to the ref to watch it again. Yeah. Unless it's like, mate, come watch this. How fucking stupid are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ref's just Look like, ah, this guy. good one, good one. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. It should have been a yellow though, shouldn't it? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd have thought so. Laurenti definitely pulled out of it, didn't he? That's the yeah. thing. You could see him pull out of it and him just boot his leg and then flail it back again. That's a yeah, yeah. I think that showed a bit of experience from Yorinti as well. I think yeah. that's... Because he he's given a couple of penalties away already, I think, and he's... Uh, I might be being half I think he's. I think, I think he's had a few where he's like, snap people and just give yeah. them a couple of niggly fouls away, yeah. Been a, bit, a little bit later, but that was perfect technique. He knew exactly what was going to happen. It's like, and he's tell us tried to con the ref successfully. And I, I like VAR. <laughs> it's our friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so he's, nice dived, he's dived through the air and he's like kicked out his leg in this sort yeah. of weird movement and then, and then done the swan dive. Yeah. Yeah. And the ref bought it immediately. It's like pen. Yeah. Well, yeah. to be fair, at first glance, I did think it was a penalty as well because I just saw Laurenti there. I was like, no, no, I know what's going to happen. And then he went down. But yeah. on replay, like, no chance anyone can have any complaint to that. Mm-mm. It's ridiculous. And then Sky were painstakingly going through that and their other disallowed goal as well. Like, oh, Sky, well, that's the worst. Oh, um, like punditry and commentary on a game other than Jermaine Beckford if you're watching Jermaine please don't hit me um, but some of the oh, comments God. that were made on that such like <laughs> like he's ever going to come on our podcast now it's my mate <laughs> no I, I'm saying he's the exception so what I'm saying is like Andy Inchcliffe and whoever the main commentary guy is the stuff that they got wrong was unreal like there was a there was basically a tackle on Bamford and they were saying that he was claiming for a penalty. He wasn't. He was claiming for the corner. Yeah. But it's like, oh, he's, he's, how can he appeal for a penalty there? It's clearly not a penalty. It's like, mm. he wasn't appealing for that. Uh, Tyler Roberts is now Patrick Roberts. Yeah. Patrick Change Roberts. Changed his name by Deepol. Yeah, no, got to be done. Formerly uh, unknown at Derby. Uh, Liam Cooper was informed live on Sky that he's no longer the captain. It's now Calvin Phillips. Calvin Phillips, club captain. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> no, yep. <Okay. laughs> the best bit was like, because I've been playing FIFA a lot, they went to Jeff Shrews to get a comment on the pitch and I expected Jeff to go, but he's a tough cookie. He'll stay out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that yeah. was the weirdest thing ever, that like <laughs> slow motion zoom on this fucked bit of grass. And they used, they probably missed about five minutes a game of that because they tend to do that, don't they? They were yeah. like a slow zooming on Bielsa, but there was a slow zooming on a fucking broken up bit of pitch. Yeah. Get back to the game, man. Fuck. Can you imagine directs like camera two, just zoom in on the grass, please? Yeah. Yeah. Slow, <laughs> Make sexy it look zoom. as shit as you can, please. Yeah. I mean, fair enough, though. They didn't yeah, have to it, try to do that, did they? Yeah, it was fucked. <laughs> I mean, it, it did have a, an air of 
cricket about it, you know. We're, we're going down for the pitch inspection and there's some old boy and he's walking across looking at the grass. Oh, it's a bit green here. <laughs> it's a bit green. <laughs> but it's a talking point, isn't it? I mean, it's a fucking oh, yeah. death trap. It, Dave Cocker posted a, a photo of his uh, his dad, Les Cocker, testing the pitch at Wembley before one of the finals. And he had like a, a special like a golf tester to do it. And I was just thinking he'd lose that tester in, in that picture. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, it's gone. Huh. Atreo! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you would yeah. not be surprised to see some horrific injury before the end of the season on that pitch, would you? Somebody just doing the splits and both the legs break or something, you know? Yeah. Well, isn't that how... Jack Grealish. Oh, God, yeah. Next week. <laughs> well, he's out. My- mysterious illness. Oh, he's or... out. Oh, Why is he out? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? He's, he's got Farshaw 19. So in the meantime, should we talk about Boris? Yeah. So the, the plan is now that we're coming out of this pandemic, uh, this lockdown in a four stage. Was it four stage? But I've seen stage six that involves Mr. Blobby, Noel's house party, public hangings and imperial measures. I think that's more to do with Brexit than it is to do with lockdown. But yeah, it's it's actually... The, the thing that people have missed, and the, I've noticed this because people are talking about, oh, 21st, we're all going out on the 21st, and then 22nd, we'll have a big hangover. The little small print on them things is saying that no earlier than. And if you think that we will hit them deadlines and we'll be coming out of them dates, you're well mistaken. Where have you been for the past 18 months? Um, but yeah, so that's... That, that's where we're at the minute. I think it's a decent way of doing it. And I think it's they should have done this in the first instance and they should have had quite clear ways of us coming out of it. Um, but the the top and bottom of it is, from a football point of view, that um, 9,400 and odd Leeds fans could possibly go to the West Brom game, the final game of the season. That's going to be voted on by the Premier League, uh, whether that's going to happen or not. But that's all. that is all like resulting on us eating them deadlines. We're not going to do it. Because we're being led by absolute donkeys, so yeah, that's don't get your hopes up, lads. No, I think I think it was as well a, a little bit of you know hope for people and something to look forward to as much as anything because we haven't really had any sight out of this at all, have no. we? And you know, he did think... that. He did that with Christmas and killed a fuck ton of people. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so yeah, that is it. But it's. Yeah, it, it, you know, you can see, like you say, from people on about going out to the pubs on the 21st and stuff, straight away it's made people happier, I suppose. Um, like I say, it's such a rough estimate, but at least people do have some hope. Small. I think that end goal is so important. Yeah. Just psychologically to think, okay, we've got a point in time where, like, it doesn't really matter that they're not going to make it. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like there's at least this kind of four months to go sort of thing. And that that's psychological. Like it doesn't matter that at the start of June, they're going to, you know, Boris is going to shit himself again and come on TV and go, okay, no, it's going to be July. You know, that that doesn't matter. Just at the moment, I think it's good. I think it, I think they should have done that a long time ago, just giving people a realistic, more of a realistic deadline now. So it's basically the 21st of June is essentially the same when your mum said, you don't need an ice cream, we've got ice cream at home. But the ice cream at home was ice cubes. Right. And that might have been 
Bad you're getting a bit fat as a kid, so don't eat the ice cream. Have some ice cubes instead. Could have been, it's I don't know, it could have been Could have been one of the two. Just, just crushed ice, it's the same, right? That's it, it's actually the same. <laughs> in fact, this is proper going off in the weeds, but did you... <laughs> There's this toy called Mr. Frosty. There was a giant snowman that you put ice cubes in and you turned it and you turned it into crushed ice and you put this like syrup on it. That is the worst toy for kids ever. You could never crush ice with a plastic toy. <laughs> Mr. Frosty. Got that one out. Mr. Frosty. Mr. Frosty. Yeah. I, I may be very old, right? So I was born in 83. So the toys I had were full of asbestos and lead paint. But Mr. Frosty was one of the toys. I'm going to buy one. Fuck it, right? Where's eBay? <laughs> All right. So, UK. <laughs> as Alex uh, furiously buys a uh, yeah, Mr. With, Frosty, we've got a knock, knock, I'm knock frosting. on the door. And guess who it is? Mr. Frosty? It's the stat man. <laughs> He's the stat <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. So what's it going to be? Is it going to be get your stats out? Because I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> get your stats out for the lads. <laughs> Maybe. I've got a free back coming up shortly. I'm just uh, working on. You've got a a, a routine for free us. Kick stat. How many direct free kicks have scored in the Premier League? Okay, free kick Ooh. stat. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought it was going to be more like a song and a dance stats. I thought you got a <laughs> oh, whole routine planned. <laughs> Oh, yeah. One, two, three, two, three. Yeah. Starts with your top hat and your cane coming in. Something like that. Something like that. Right, I'm up yours. Preparing to go again. Brilliant. So this is our as yet untitled, unnamed segment with stats. Um, we've got various different suggestions. Stats Entertainment. Get your stats out for the lads. Um, what, what else is there? Um, stats Live. <laughs> yeah, Stats Live. Stats <laughs> what all the people say. <clears throat> Was it said, do you say, why are we just Stats All Folks as well? <laughs> stats. Stats All Folks. Welcome. No, I think that's that's your outro, isn't it? I think that's your yes. uh, yeah, that's yeah. your catchphrase as you're Just leaving. Wink, that's wink at the all. Camera but... point. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a jazz hand. Yeah. That's all, folks. Yes. <laughs> that's perfect. Okay, stats. So the previous week we've we've had Wolves, we've had Southampton. Have you got some yeah. stats for our from our previous games? Uh, yes. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I have. Thanks. Yeah, Fuck uh, you. <laughs> you. You'd like them, wouldn't you? You'd like me to tell you all about them, I suppose. Southampton was our 200th Premier League win since our first victory on August the 15th, 1992, when we beat Wimbledon by two goals to one. It was also our biggest Premier League victory. Since uh, there's also the same Premier League against Southampton when we beat them 3 0 
uh, at Ellen Road at, at home in the home fixture in season 98-99. Not quite the biggest victory ever at Southampton, of course, that was 7-0 back in season 91-92. Sorry, 71-72. It's almost I cruel. I tweeted a little bit earlier. It's almost cruel. Poor off Sam. Don't know what day it is. Copyright Barry Davis. Legend of a commentator. Uh, Patrick Bamford has scored his 13th Premier League goal inside 25 Premier League games. And he's done it quicker than Mark Viduka, who took 26 league games. Uh, only uh, Mark Viduka. Tony... Legend. Absolute legend. Tony Aboa, who did it in 20. And Michael Bridges, who did it in 24, have done it quicker. Yeboa! So, Yeboa! Yeah. Yeboa! <laughs> Love Yeboa. So, yeah. So, there's a few from Southampton. Uh, the Wolves game, we just haven't got a very good record, have we, at Molyneux? We just never... I've okay, had a couple of victories down the years in, in the Championship, but a team we just tend to struggle against. Uh, yeah, and the big one is that Ilan Melier uh, has now become the youngest... Uh, oh, sorry, the first under-21 goalkeeper in the Premier League to have eight clean sheets, which is fantastic for someone who's a his age, for the little bit of stick, which I think is very unfair that he gets. Yeah. So, yeah, some nice little stats coming out of the Wolves game and the Southampton game, and it brings us nicely to uh, the Jack Grealish list. It's easy for me to say. Uh, Aston Villa game on uh, Saturday tea time. Grealish <laughs> list. Grealish. Grealish oh, list. It's a new word. I can't Grealish walk list. very far because I've got Grealish list. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a good word, that. I know where he picked that up from, by the way. I saw the photos <laughs> earlier in the season. There you go, man. <laughs> okay, and stats. We are playing Aston Villa in a, f- yeah. a few days' time. Closer than yeah. I would like, to be honest, because I wanted a yeah. break from podcasting for a day. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> yes. Have you got some stats about are. that? Regalers. Yes. Uh, Villa, we are looking to... We've never actually done the double of Aston Villa in the Premier League. Uh, we haven't, obviously, until this season, we don't have a great record at, at Villa Park. Uh, well, obviously, we won 3-0, thanks to Paddy Bamford hat-trick. Uh, we're looking to complete the double over Aston Villa for the first time since season 95. So, so again, the first time to do the double over Aston Villa since season 1975-1976. And we're also looking to complete three straight home league victories in the top flight since August 2001, when we had beaten Bradford City 6-1. Back in May 2001, Yay! they were <laughs> Stuart McCall and I think Andy Myers had a bit of a fight. Uh, then we beat Leicester on the final day of the season by three goals to one. Uh, we thought we might qualify for the Champions League, we ended up in the UEFA Cup, so we probably beat Charlton 4 0. Uh, and then we beat Southampton at home by two goals from on the open day of, that, of the following season. So that's the last time we've won three consecutive top flight home league games. And it's amazing to see, even though we've had 16 years out, we never did it in a full season, 2001, 2002, 3, and 2003, 4. So, yeah, it's, it's an opportunity to try and do the double over Aston Villa. Uh, and, and hopefully the, the results after the 3-0 victory against Southampton will put Leeds in good stead. And another start, I know it's not for the Villa game, but in 15 days' time, God himself, Marcello Bielsa, will complete 1,000 days in charge at Ellen Road. So, did you just call him Marcello? Well. Yeah, we're going to have did to pick up on that. Marcello. There we go. Much better. Marcello. Marcello. Was that Marcello? Marcello. Marcello. Or, or as Leon Osmond said, Marco. Marco. Yeah. Marco. Marco. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's horrible. Marcello will complete 
a thousand games, a thousand games, a thousand days in charge of Leeds United Football Club, which is the first manager slash head coach to do that since Sam Grayson uh, back in 2011-12 season. So yeah, some few nice little stats to go by. And hopefully, come the West Ham game, we'll finish the West Ham game, we can end up that lousy record in London. Let's please. Yes, please. <laughs> so what, 26 games or something? I am, I am tired of having that bleeding record in London. It is, uh, I don't know what it is in London. It's There's something not quite right when we cross the A1. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what it is. But it would be nice if uh, we could finally win a game in London. It's a horrible London smoggy area, I think, isn't it? Yep. That's where, please, if, if Fulham do get relegated, please, Brentford, don't come up. Although Brentford are doing a good job of uh, of bottling it. No, uh, like they, did they don't season. do that. <laughs> no. Brentford? <laughs> Never. Never. Uh, but they have got Sheffield Wednesday coming up. Uh, so they'll probably win that because Sheffield Wednesday are in absolute dire straits at the moment. Okay. Um, fantastic. And we've got just a little bit of time with you left to ask you what this week is your thing. I am very privileged this week because I will be at Ellen Road. I'm very mm. lucky. Uh, I will be commentating for Hospital Radio on the game at Ellen uh, Road. And the last time I commentated on a Leeds Villa game was back in season 16-17 at Ellen Road, that is. Uh, and we won by uh, two goals to nil. And that also was a Saturday tea time kickoff with goals from uh, Kimar Roof, his first for the club, uh, and Chris Wood tapping in after a great run from Paddy Saka. That was a good game. Got there with it. Yeah, yeah, he played very well. Very well, we played Villa off the park yeah, that day. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that we can uh, we can do the same on on Saturday uh, and get a result against uh, Dean Smith Aston Villa. Brilliant. You're so your first that. thing was. First thing of the week was your better half, and your second thing of the week yeah. is is going to Ellen Road. So you've got some lonely Leeds fans out there. You're just hating, bragging right now, mate. Hating your guts. <laughs> they are just hating yeah. on you so much. Yeah, and and we got I got Stuart Dallas and, and Liam Cooper to do a couple of birthday messages. So we're really thankful for the club and for the players to do that as well. Oh, fantastic! Well, some... <laughs> look at me. I've got a love life. Yeah. Look at me. I'm off to Ellen Road. Look at you guys. Not I'm doing not, either. I've got a love life. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll enjoy it. I'll look enjoy at me. It. I've got a photographic memory. The temptation, mate, just to message and go. This is my seat number in the cop. Can you just go and check? It's all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll get that for you. Alex. I'll share that with my Can you give it a little hug for me? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Check if it's we're all, all right. Look, we're all missing it. Whether we'll be back uh, at the end of May remains to be seen because I don't know what the Premier League are going to do mm. because there's this question about sporting integrity. With It mainly comes down to the Fulham-Newcastle game, doesn't it? Because if Fulham needs something or Newcastle needs something, uh, it comes down to the integrity of the game. But that's not for me to know. It's for the Premier League uh, chiefs to make that decision. Since when have the Premier League thought that crowds matter? Because they don't give a fuck about exactly. us, so you might make uh, any difference. Exactly. All right, exactly that. Well, we're there out of go. time on your uh, beautiful, fantastic, and successful little segment, the envy of all yeah. Leeds fans. I shall be back next week. Uh, is this going to be your catchphrase then? Stats all, folks. That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Excellent. It's fun. It, it does. It works. It's perfect. It works. You Thanks, mate. Off, we'll pay your oil. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Cheers. Thanks, bye-bye. 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 Have a great week. What was he talking about at the end? Newcastle? Fulham? I got lost. Uh, he's talking about the Spartan integrity of us being let into games, uh, supporters. So the idea is if the final game of the season, uh, one team needs more out of it, does having a crowd at home give them an unfair advantage that the other team wouldn't have had in the return leg? Well, they didn't care about that when they were getting crowds in for London games, did they? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. When Stamford Bridge was... Uh, making some weird sort of mating calls uh, <laughs> every time Lorente touched the ball. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. if they get Fulham fans in, I don't think that'll make much difference anyway. No, but <laughs> if anything, slightly quieter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A bit more normal, at least. Um, yeah. Villa, then. We've just, we don't have much time, but we've got a little bit of time to talk about Aston Villa. Um, Grealishless, yeah, the Grealishless Villa. I'm a bit and worried about this fixture. Is anybody else? I think what? doing the double over teams is rare, yeah. and three and their, their fans are insufferable as well. So, you know, we, I just know we're going to lose them, we're just going to get them all in, in the mentions, yeah, yeah. I mean, the last, last six, they've one, two, drawn one and lost three. And they've only scored six goals in six games. Um Look at you with your notes here. Hey, Look at stats you. has left. Who do you he think you are? stats on his way out. <laughs> yeah, he smokes <laughs> stats. is back. <laughs> Guess who's back? <laughs> yeah. Back again. Stats yeah. is back. Birded Sam. <laughs> But yeah, they've not been going too well. Um, and they got beat by Burnley. Um, I think they drew nil against Brighton. Got beat by Leicester. So yeah, they've not been doing too well. And apparently Barkley hasn't really been doing too much for them. Because so, I remember at the start of the season, he was he was banging form, wasn't he? So, so Barkley with two goals then. Nailed on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Grealish coming off the bench. Make it three. Right. What's wrong with Grealish? Do we know? Fuck knows, mate. Oh, there's a lot wrong with Grealish, but I don't know what yeah, it is that's keeping that's him the out. Correct answer. <laughs> but have you seen this whole thing about fantasy football now that they're going to be banning uh, players and staff from doing it because they're basically leaking team news? Grealish was one of the guys that they transferred out. I think a couple of guys in our, t- our side as well transferred uh, Alioski out when yeah. we changed the uh, the formation. So keep an eye on them accounts for now. Yeah, <laughs> we might know. But yeah, fuck. Um, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with Grealish. Have a quick look. Google. What's wrong with Grealish? Googling. <laughs> yeah. I'll just close my tab looking for a Mr. Frosty. And <laughs> <laughs> how much that? Uh, Twenty-one quid. I'm definitely going to get one and get paid. Just sat here on my own crushing ice. <laughs> Can have a Mr. Frosty update. <laughs> Just like this. Each week. What a sad little life, Budger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang what on. A... Uh, ten hours ago, Dean Smith's side looked lost without a captain and talisman in the last game. Will Aston Villa star be fit to face Leeds? It's a clickbait article because they don't tell me what I want to know in the, in the thing. He's had some discomfort during training on Friday Aww. and we pulled him out. 
It's not a recurrence of an injury, not a long-term injury. Just had some mild discomfort. So he might have just had a, a bad stomach. It's... Maybe he just had a big sesh one night and just not feeling up to it, did he? You know, he's like that. <laughs> he's been round uh, Ross McCormack's house and yeah. feeling a bit, <laughs> a bit fragile. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that gate's too big again. Well, it depends if, like, if like their uh, their fitness coach or one of their staff puts him back in and, and triple captains him. We know that yeah. <laughs> he's going to be back in the squad. It doesn't actually really say a great lot about him. Um, it's quite unknown when he'll be player. back or what's wrong with him. Optimistic, yeah, fuck knows, yeah, who knows? But it's a plus for us at the end of the day because without them, who have they got really? No. No, no. Well, you sat think... as researcher. You've come up with nothing, Sam. <laughs> my, my internet is very poor as well, may I add. Mm. So, so. Yeah. Um, Maybe yeah. wouldn't bother with it. No. Nah, <laughs> fuck it. He's out. That's the main thing. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm quite confident about it because we absolutely turned them over before, didn't we? That was one of our yeah. best performances. I think well, I Bamford think we could do did. it again. Bamford I did think it, similar yeah. to the second half last night. Yeah. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? If we've got that same sort of confidence going in, as long as we don't lose any players to injury or anything like that, I mean, what's the likelihood of Calvin coming back? That's probably probably not going to no, be coming back, is he? No, I really hope he is. But, no. but as, as long as we stick to the system that we switched to in the second half, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. I think didn't Bamford commented at the end as well about they sort of switched how they played because yeah. of the pitch as well. So maybe they've caught this new brilliant way of playing on that pitch that Villa certainly won't. So longer studs. Know. Longer studs. Yeah. yeah. Didn't work I mean, though, did it? We were slipping yeah. all over the place. They've been building place. an ice rink at Ellen Road for years and years and years. I just didn't expect it to be on the pitch. <laughs> so it is terrible though. It is gonna cause an injury. Who was it that, that slid last night and took out another player? I think it was uh, Dallas, which just basically lost his foot in an absolutely two-footed somebody in advert. Yeah. It's definitely going to happen. It's going to be an yeah. Okay, so mixed uh, feelings about Villa. So, Alex, you've found this, a thread on Derby's version I, of I, I cannot take responsibility for this. This is Josh Hobbs, and uh, okay. this is uh, <laughs> he's posted it to Twitter, but there is some absolute gold in there. So... um. We are rekindling our, uh, is that the right word? Uh, rivalry. <laughs> our um, our top 10 segment. And Alex is going to take you through uh, a very quick top 10 of a <laughs> post on Derby's version of Wacko. If you don't know what Wacko is, it's an online forum of League United fans, which is, let's say, questionable at best. And at worst, ah, they're in the know, mate. At worst, like kind of demons who have, you know, like it's like a, a level of hell basically, and it's demons and goblins and and Satan himself, and they're all wearing human skin and pretending to be actual people. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a cesspit anyway. Yeah. So this is Darby's version of that. Yep. This and it's a thread Derby about fans. Leeds, about how we're obsessed with Derby. So there you go. Alex <laughs> is going to take it away. So number 10, David Poss um, on the uh, premise that we might be making an inquiry to sign Messi under Bielsa. This is an academy coach and scout of the club. 
As the season unfolds, I feel like there will be some highly entertaining content coming out of Yorkshire that can fill this topic. Are we not, Number nine. Are we not signing Messi? <laughs> no, we're not, we not signing Messi. No, oh, I don't okay. think we are. Not this, not this window anyway. Number nine, <laughs> David has also posted, we're only a few weeks away from a Bielsa strop and resignation. Arsenal and Brighton will go above them. Won't get, it once in Jan- get what he wants in January. We'll post a post-it note through Ellen Road saying, I'm gone, despite not being able to speak English. Then on the first flight out from Manchester to Argentina, refusing to pay for extra baggage for his bucket. <laughs> so Number so. eight, David uh-huh. again. David, give yeah. it a rest, man. <laughs> Fucking hell. David, you salty David. bastard. Chill out, still, still pretending he can't speak English, so his translator mate is going through it with him. And then he, he, he dives into his realms of fantasy. Do you think that translator fella shares a bed with him as he watches Match of the Day, translates back whilst he chuckles in his head as he knows what they are saying, but just wanted to share his body warmth at night? <laughs> David, David, you're, you're a seriously weird, weird. You're a weird fucker, David. You need some help. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Number seven, a guy called Highgate. If Bielsa were to resign and leave Leeds... Mel Morris, or the new owner, should offer him the Derby job without hesitation. I'm sure he'd take it. <laughs> Bielsa at Derby. What? <laughs> <laughs> number, number six, and we're back to David. I can't believe David, some think that David. they will still stay up. All over a fluky start to the season. David! David! Come on! <laughs> this is a fantastic take for number five from Andesis. Last season, no team was capable of counter-attacking them and they always had the ball. The defenders weren't great there either. They're a good attacking team, but without any agenda, they'll be in trouble if they don't adjust their tactics to the Prem. Cheers for that. Tell what? Bielsa. <laughs> With, without an agenda? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, this was... Uh, <laughs> I think David needs to learn from my tweeting during a game because you meant to look silly. So this is during the Man City game on October 3rd. Leeds nil, Man City won. Man City must have something like 99% possession. Going to get messy for them, this. So we are That's messy. a lot. 99% possession is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and what number are we on? Is this number four? <laughs> four? Three? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, number four. Um, it's from a guy called you, Ram. I saw a bloke in home bargains in Derby yesterday with a Leeds United mask on. A fully grown man, too. I mouthed something beginning with W at him from behind my mask. Made me feel better. Oh, that's nice. As long as he feels better for that. Bless him. <laughs> you just imagine the juvenile nature of him walking around home bargains like, going... It's like when Ali G, when the police go past and he's got his middle finger underneath the door. <laughs> Fuck the police, yeah. Fuck them. Like something that, beginning with W. Isn't this a yeah. private forum? Yeah, exactly. You're allowed, you're not allowed to swear on this private forum. <laughs> Clearly not. Clearly not. Winner? So, this is number three. Um, so this is a guy from Liam Ram. Uh, this made me do a lol. That's what the kids say for laughing a lot, I think. And he's posted a tweet from Sir Washington Bloomer III, which is about Leeds fans being obsessed, which is on page 21 of 23 in a Derby forum fan about Leeds United. <laughs> being obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Um, let's find it. 
This one's brilliant. So a little bit of um, self-awareness comes on here. So from Ramsey Ram at number two. I never post on here, but this is getting embarrassing. Just to be clear, we get beat 2-0 at home by Reading and we think laughing at Leeds, drawing three all away with probably the best team in the world, Liverpool, is going to make us feel better. This thread should be closed down. It's pathetic. Honestly, Leeds fans will be loving this. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes, we are. You're right. <laughs> Ramsey Ram. You're right, buddy. Ramsey, Ramsey. Nailed it. Ramsey. <laughs> okay, and that. then number one. In and at number one. In at number one. There's no name to this one, but you know it's absolutely beautiful because it's on the back end. This is from January 31st. Another deserved victory for them again. Can't fault what they've done this year. Can also see Bamford getting a chance for England if he carries on this far. Oh my God, the ties have changed. <laughs> oh. Beautiful, oh, absolutely man. beautiful salt. Um, I'll post the link. Uh, I've retweeted the link anyway, but if you just have a look on at Riot Badger, look for that link and just have a read through. It's 23 pages of the finest salt possible. Wow, Brilliant. beautiful. They're a weird bunch, aren't they, Derby? Weird, weird bunch. I just love the idea that if he resigns at Leeds at a Premier League club, that he would want to manage Derby County. <laughs> Doesn't I mean, Rooney. Just the fact that they started, you know, they're starting off going, oh, Bielsa hasn't got a clue. They need to change their agenda. And then and and then they're fantasizing about Bielsa coming to their football club. Also, the, but, the warmth of Bielsa in bed as well. Yeah, he was definitely touching himself in ways that he shouldn't have done mild to yeah. personal farm. Yeah, Dave, come on. I mean, we come called him mate. Kevin Mephisto. Uh, so... <laughs> If anyone's going to have sort of wild fantasies about him, it's going to be us. Yeah. Get your hands off him. Could you fantasise about Shrek? Yeah. Could you imagine, though, if, if, you know, they are right, and, you know, we don't know what we're talking about anyway, and, you know, Bielsa does resign at Leeds, and, you know, he does go to Derby County, which is his spiritual home. Um, Wayne Rooney now has to do Murder Ball. Oh. Um, Wayne Rooney would be dead, and we would be reading about in the paper <laughs> that he'd died of a... A cardiac arrest after his first sprint. (laughs) I can't do it. Too much. (laughs) Mr. Bielsa, I can't do it. (laughs) I just want to go home and look at grannies again. (laughs) Just news articles all across the Midlands. Shocked. You know, (laughs) wouldn't come as a shock to us. Okay. uh, We're nearing that time. So final thoughts then, please, gentlemen. Sam? Go on, Sam. Yeah, um... Bit of a shit start to the to the week, wasn't it, with Wolves? But we've all erased that from our minds now, haven't we? Um, because we didn't even talk about it, so that's how erased it is. Uh, brilliant win last night, and I think, yeah, looking forward to Villa on there. On is it Saturday? It's Saturday, isn't it? Yes. All that yes, research, Sam. All, all that, that research. research. And I'm panicking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I'm looking forward to that game. A Grealishless, which sounds like a horrible disease. Uh, Villa. Mm is at advantage to us. So, yeah, I'm happy with it. Yeah, top fair. Perfect. Yeah. Alex? Yeah, I'm pretty relaxed with this season. It's probably the most relaxed season I've had um, because I think we're safe and I think there's no chance that we're going to get dragged down into that bottom three. So if we lose, oh, that sucks. If we win, fantastic. Let's go and find the opposing podcasts. Um, I'd like to be at Ellen Road. I really would like that. And stats, if you sit in my seat, if you sully my seat, I will find you. And I'll shave that yeah. beard off. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, 
I won't be able to get the image of you shaving Stats' beard off now out of my head. <laughs> Pinning him it'll down. He'll be on a Derby forum. There'll be some sort of fantasy about, it. oh, you know, if, if that fat one finds the Stats one and, and shaves his beard off in his bed, just wants to feel his warmth of his beard. <laughs> oh, no. Snuggle up to it. Shave his beard. Okay, no, no, if you no, enjoyed no. that, <laughs> click on subscribe. If you're on YouTube or follow us in your podcast player um, or on Twitter at Peacocks Raw, um, send us money. Uh, you just DM us. You're, you don't even need to pick an amount. Just blank checks, um, your <laughs> bank account details even. Um, let us know your passwords. Just DM all of that information on Twitter. That would be fantastic. So <laughs> we, we don't take travel. Please don't do and, and also, just to plug it, riotbadges.onlyfans.com, I will do anything for money. <laughs> right. Yeah. What can I insert for money? <laughs> <laughs> Hold back, ladies. <laughs> Hold yourselves back. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. Why did I pick the Think of the money, in? Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow the boys. Uh, Sam Ward LUFC at Sam Ward LUFC on Twitter. Say goodbye, Sam. Bye bye. <laughs> and you can follow uh, Alex um, at Riot Badger on Twitter and buy his canvases. Very goodbye from him. Goodbye and welcome to uh, my Taylor podcast for Leeds United. And please subscribe. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Oh, oh. <laughs> it suited you, sir. <laughs> oh, suited, <laughs> sir. Oh. Uh, my name's Adonis, and I'm at the Adelites, and you can give me a follow or not. It's entirely your choice. <laughs> Come on, Leeds! Leeds, 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 Leeds. On, on, on! Okay, that was it. <laughs> That's Rooney after Murderball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I can't breathe. My arm's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. A very special thanks to Barney Stewart, Clifford Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. So many games to play, don't care what's on your mind.